Hello, this is Pam December, and this is the Mad for Purple podcast, your place for all things spirituality, self-actualization, healing, and human design. Keep listening to receive wisdom, tips, and tools as we journey into higher consciousness together. Hello, and welcome to another episode from Mad for Purple. I'm your host, Pam December, and today I want to talk to you about some of the energies that I've been feeling today and earlier this year, and how that all relates to where we've come from and where we're going. And this message is specifically for generators and non-sacral beings. I've been having conversations recently about the difference between generators and manifesting generators. As a generator myself, raising a manifesting generator, there are clear differences in the amount of energy that we have and how quickly we can move. And then for the non-sacral beings, you're taking in the generator or the manifesting generator energy and amplifying it. And this is why one of the shadows of the sacral center is not knowing when enough is enough. I think that's something that we can all carry as we strive to prove our worth and prove our value and be productive as part of the conditioning that we've received from being raised and working in Penta energy. So if you don't know what a Penta is, anytime three to five people come together, their auras form a transauric form. I use the word entity, possibly because I'm a fifth line and entities are very much tied to the fifth line in rave cosmology. Also, because the penta is so homogenizing and my trajectory is communalist to separatist, I very much feel the homogenization that comes with the penta. So what happens when these three to five people come together and this trans-auric entity is formed? The penta only cares about the six channels that run off of the G-center. So the three channels that run to the sacral and the three channels that run to the throat. So if you're looking at this trans-auric entity at its form, at its body graph, it has these six channels and these six channels create a manifesting generator. And the manifesting generator is here to initiate things, to start things, to not necessarily finish them all, and also has the energy to work really quickly. So for anybody that's not a manifesting generator, so for our peer generators, projectors, reflectors, and manifestors, you're in this penta energy quite often. Most of us are raised in a household that has three to five people in it. Anyone who works a traditional job or in an office or other corporate environment, you're in this penta energy. So this is why it's so important to learn your strategy and authority and to start living it because we are in these homogenizing energies without even knowing it. And with that homogenization comes making decisions that are best for the transauric entity versus ourselves as individuals. 
I think another reason why I feel this energy so much is because I have one of the Penta channels. I have the 515, which is the channel of rhythm. And it's the only definition I have on my identity center. So to have my identity run by this trans org entity just does not feel nourishing. It does not feel natural. And when we look at what has come about with the pandemic, with people working from home, being much more isolated, there's this huge deconditioning that has happened around how we work. All you have to do is look at the headlines regarding the great resignation and how many people are not going back to their nine to fives or are renegotiating what that looks like and choosing to work from home more or leaving corporate America altogether. So part of why I feel this message is important for generators and non-sacral beings is moving into this global shift into 2027, into the cross of the sleeping phoenix. The global background frequency, the program, the Maya, is going to be a manifesting generator. So I want you to think back to just last year, September through to mid-January, and just reflect on what you were doing, how you were feeling, how you were moving through the world, and if that felt nourishing and stable and true to yourself or not. And why I bring up this time frame is because the North and the South Node were in the 2034 channel of charisma, which is specifically a manifesting generator channel. It connects the sacral to this road. So the nodes really gave us a preview of what is coming in 2027. Now, one of the other layers to this is prior times when we were in these 2034 energies during this current cross of planning, we really had the tribe and the tribal energies to support us in that. Now, what we're seeing now with the cross of planning changing with the tribal energies breaking down and you're seeing this again with the pandemic it's just really amplified what is going on in these background frequencies where you have all this tension and discourse around vaccinations and whether to be vaccinated or not and how the vaccinated are virtue signaling how they are supporting those immune compromised the young the elderly the people who can't be vaccinated and then vilifying the people that are choosing not to be vaccinated because they're making that individual choice and that individual choice is not supporting the tribe. Now, I don't want to get into the vaccine debate about whether it's good or bad or any of that. I do believe this is an individual choice that you should be following your strategy and authority about. I believe that there will be people that get a uh-huh to the vaccine. And I also believe that there will be people that have been getting a no fucking way to the vaccine. So this really supports this moving into 2027, into the cross of the sleeping phoenix, into the era of the individual. And the 2034 is an individual channel. And because it has a motor to the throat, it's providing that background frequency of the individual having a voice and using it, which is something that we haven't been supported in as a nine-centered being by the program. So I think all of this comes back to saying for the generators, for the non-sacral beings, do the reflection piece on the energies from September to January and just see how that felt. Are there changes that you would want to make? 
and how you operated during that time because of that 2034. Because this is a precursor to the next epoch, to the turning of the wheel in 2027. And by doing that now, you're just setting that foundation for the future. And one of the goals on this podcast is really to provide you with empowerment to make the decisions that are correct for you as an individual and to support and nourish you in those decisions. So it's all fine to be saying, this is what I'm seeing. This is what I'm feeling, but how is this reflecting in my life now? So when I started this podcast, I joined a program with Kathy Heller to create and launch this podcast. And I entered into that through my strategy and authority, but also with the awareness that we were within this 3420 energy and knowing that I was going to be predisposed to acting like a manifesting generator versus my true generator self. So with the learning about podcasting, with the launching of the podcast, with all of the interviews that I've done, the solo episodes I've recorded, it's been really interesting. And it's interesting to reflect on because one of the things with the generator is this whole, what do you call it? Like a learning curve, this whole trajectory of novice to mastery. And generators are really here to to master things for me it has really been about mastering my energy and continuing my education so with what i found with producing a new episode every week especially with the added interviews is that i'm not getting the time and space to dive deep into any of these topics and some of my guests have brought up some really important things that I feel that you, the listener, and the collective need to hear about or talk about more. And that really goes back to part of like my incarnation cross, the left ankle cross of obscuration too, is about bringing language to these details and things so that they can be discussed in the collective. So by constantly producing a new episode every week, I am not being given the opportunity to master anything. It feels very manifesting generator because I'm on to the next thing before I'm even done the last because I'm already recording next week's episode before I'm done producing the previous episode. And I know part of that is I'm a one person show at the moment. I'm having to wear all the hats in my business. And rather than tell myself, oh, I need to work harder and get more clients and, and do all these things so that I'm bringing in more resources so that I can add people to my team so that then they can do the work. It just really makes me think, who made these rules? Who decided that this is the way that things need to go in, in business? So I'm still working through this. I'm still reflecting on what changes I want to make, what feels most sustainable and nourishing for myself. And knowing that the skills that I'm building now are really going to serve me as we move closer and closer to 2027 and actually move into the cross of the sleeping phoenix. Because that background frequency is going to be this manifesting generator energy. And we don't all have that kind of energy. And it's a beautiful energy to have. I absolutely love the manifesting generators in my life. And it's awesome to watch how they move through the world, especially when they're doing their job of informing before they go and do their thing. But I don't want to be a manifesting generator. I want to be a generator. And I want to honor my vehicle in moving through the world in a way that it's correct for it. 
So having said that, I believe that I will be making changes in my business and with the podcast. I don't know what that's going to look like. <laughs> yeah, I may be experimenting with it because I also have open taste as my determination. So to figure things out, there's a lot of having a taste of what something different is so that my inner authority can say, uh-huh or uh-uh. I'm kind of fascinated by that too, because this Open taste is a color too. So the number two in human design being the hermit and having the projection field turned inward. It's like I have to call myself out on what will and won't work for me. And even though I use the word experimenting, which is very much part of the three energy of human design, that's what it feels like. And maybe it's because I approach it through the lens of play. I'm playing with what's going to work for me and I'm looking forward to it. I hope that you as a listener enjoy changes that will come about. And I'm looking forward to being able to pour more of myself and my attention into mastering each episode as best I can. And a word on mastery, it's not about perfection. It's about being satisfied in your final product. And satisfaction is much different than perfection. And I don't doubt that the other aura types will have a different word for what mastery looks like for them. So that's life for me in a nutshell. These are the types of things that I play with in my own experiment, in my own deconditioning process. And yeah, it's something that I find really fun, <laughs> which I know there's a lot of people that don't necessarily find this kind of quote unquote work fun, but I really do. So I hope that you enjoy this episode and that you're able to take some of these questions into your own contemplation and build your own foundation of who you are and what boundaries you would like to either create or keep as we move closer to 2027. And we're in this energy of Neptune and Jupiter conjuncting in Pisces. So it's a lot of room to feel into what experiences you want to have, what experiences you want to let go of, and how you want to move through the world. So rather than moving through the world in a reactive state, in a state of crisis, how can you move with integrity and with your cup full and just really loving yourself and having deep self-compassion? and compassion and empathy for others as well as they move through the world. Because not all of us receive this intel, not all of us resonate with this spiritual journey for healing. My hope is that more people wake up as we get closer to 2027 and find their inner truth because the potential of the cross of the sleeping phoenix is there as well. And there's a real opportunity for us to come together as individuals to create a world that's sustainable, equitable, and abundant for everyone. And how wonderful would it be for everybody to receive the care and love and attention and nourishment that we all inherently deserve? Thank you so much for listening. This episode was maybe a little spicier than I expected, <laughs> but I hope you enjoyed it. And in the name of doing things a little bit differently, rather than giving you my takeaways, I would love to hear yours. So if you could pop over to Instagram or into the Mad for Purple Facebook group, I would love to hear your key takeaways. And what I'll do is I will add those to my website if they're really good. So 
show. If you'd like to support me in the show, please share this episode or head over to Apple and leave a review. And if you're interested in learning more about your human design, reach out so we can make sure that you have your chart. If you have your chart, I do introductory and advanced readings, which you can check out out at alchemy.medforpurple.com. And next week, I believe on the 22nd, I will be hosting a workshop regarding the heart center. And I'm not sure on the time of that yet, but if you are on my mailing list, you will be the first to know. Or if you are in my Mad for Purple Facebook group, this will be on Zoom. So if you aren't on social media, you will still be able to attend. And before you leave, don't forget to click that follow button on your podcast listening app so that you don't miss an episode. Episodes have been coming out each Thursday. I don't know if that's changing or not, but if you're following, you won't miss it. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the next episode.